Welcome to the 170th installment of Ear to the Ground, the Land Stewardship Project's podcast on family farming, sustainable agriculture, local food systems, and local democracy. I'm Brian DeVore, editor of the Land Stewardship Letter. The Land Stewardship Project's Farm Beginnings Program is based on the concept of farmer-to-farmer education. The community-based course relies on established farmers and other agricultural professionals leading class sessions and hosting on-farm field days and workshops. In addition, these farmers serve as mentors to graduates of the course as they launch their agricultural enterprises and get them established as viable businesses. Derek and Carrie Redden are benefiting from this network of farmers and other experts as they develop plans to create an organic, grass-based dairy operation in western Minnesota. The Reddens, who are in their early 30s, are in the midst of getting established on a 320-acre farm that has been in Derek's family since 1904. They've been converting row-cropped acres to grazing paddocks and are trying their hand at raising beef cattle as well as chickens on pasture. Derek works full-time for a hog company, and Carrie is on the farm with her two young children. This is a key time for the Reddens. They graduated from Farm Beginnings in 2011 and are now enrolled in LSP's Journey Person course, which is designed to support people who have a few years of farm startup and management under their belt and are working to take their operation to the next level. The next few years will be a flurry of activity as they build fence, establish a dairy herd, and put in place a milking parlor. As part of their planning process, on a recent summer day, the Reddens hosted a Farm Beginnings Field Day. LSP organizer Richard Ness made sure beginning farmers attended the event. But just as importantly, several area established farmers as well as a dairy scientist and a grazing consultant participated. At the start of the field day, Ness made it clear to the group of around 20 attendees that they should all see themselves as consultants on this particular day. Rather than a one-way conversation, this was to be more of a group brainstorming session. Indeed, as the day progressed, Participants took part in a lively discussion on everything from how to establish rotational grazing pastures and the organic transition process to constructing low-cost milking parlors and the economics of building a dairy herd. Even marketing and methods for housing cattle during the winter were talked about in detail. After the field day, I chatted with Richard Ness as well as Derek and Carrie Redden about the concept of farmer-to-farmer education and the importance of developing a support network when launching a new farming enterprise. Ness started out talking about how this kind of field day differs from the typical top-down educational experience. So, Richard, we just wrapped up a field day here at Derek and Carrie Redden's, and one of the things that kind of struck me is we had a real mix of people here, both established farmers, old, some older farmers, and then some beginning farmers, and people who are just kind of exploring, kind of curious about agriculture and and really not sure where they're going, and some people who have a real idea of what they want to do. But one of the things you emphasized, and I think the, the field day really kind of worked out this way, was you kind of said at the beginning, hey, you know what, you're all consultants, so let's have a discussion here, and let's kind of, it's not, obviously Derek and Carrie are just getting started out. They're just figuring things out. They're starting to just plan what they're doing. And so they don't have all the answers, and you don't necessarily have all the answers, the people that are here, but let's have a discussion about some different issues. I mean, it, it, does that seem to be, that can kind of be a little different than the old, kind of old way of, here's somebody who has it figured out, here's the model farm kind of thing. But it seems like it's a, that seems to fit into the, with the farm beginnings model pretty good of kind of farmers learning from farmers a little bit. Yeah, you're right. The The typical farm, the typical field day is you go to, you, you go to a farm where, it's somebody experienced. They know what they're doing. 
Um, we're there to learn from them how they do everything, which is great. You learn a lot, but this was this is different because, you know, a beginning farmer they still got a lot of questions. They have a plan, Reddens. They have a plan on how they're going to move forward, but there's still a lot of there's you know there's a lot of questions involved in that. And so the idea behind this field day is is I asked a couple of very experienced farmers to come, um, and I told them you're going to be our consultants. But it wasn't just those two. They they were prepared to answer some questions. But everybody else who shows up, they've got ideas. They've seen things. They're, maybe they're doing something on their farm. If they're young, they've been to other farms. They've been to other field days. And we're all just kind of brainstorming and thinking, and, well, what are the options out here? And it was actually it ended up being a great day. I think that's a really good. Like even there was a guy who asked, well, is it hard to get raw lumber out here? And the reason he was asking is it turns out he has a portable mill, and he can help them out if they need, you know, just stuff like you don't know where the – Help's going to come from sometimes. Oh, that's that, that's a great example. That's a great example. The, the, somebody, one of the young guys, pointed out that they just go out and they bail up reeds, canary grass, which you, there's just tons of that stuff out in certain areas around marshy land. It's not good for anything. They use it for bedding, for for their dairy herd. Um, yeah, it was just fun. All of the different ideas coming from all kinds of different directions. The, uh, the people who weren't asked to be the expert today who were pointing out, look, the opportunities you got here for where you can overwinter your cattle. Because look at the look at what you have for resources. This is great. You could overwinter here. You could do this. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, I think that's a really, it really does fit that idea of farmers learning from farmers and, and learning from community members too. And that's one thing that Carrie and Derek talked about is the longer they're involved with farm beginnings and journey person and LSP in general is that as they move further through their plans, they are meeting more people who maybe fit that part of their plan a little bit. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, the, the farmers learning from farmers, farmers sharing, networking. Yeah, they pointed out that, you know, their network just keeps expanding as they have more. They, they know more, but they need more. You know, the more you know, sometimes the more you need to know and or the more you want to learn. And they, their network just keeps expanding because of being involved with Farm Beginnings, now the journey person. And in general, the farmers are meeting through Land Stewardship Project. It's great. So we have Farm Beginnings for people who are just getting started. And then now we, in the last couple of years, have had this journey person course that we've we've launched. Talk a little bit about that. Well, the journey person course is really for people who are farming. Maybe it's only been a year or two, but they are farming. And it could be, I don't know, 10 years into their farming career. It's it's more specific in some ways. It's it's geared toward so that you are farming. And how do you go about planning and creating a financial plan that allows you to create where you want to go on? Um, if you're trying to, a lot of people who've been in farming for a few years, they kind of got it figured out now, okay? they can They can grow whatever it is they want to grow. Now, how do we gear this thing up? How do we make this into you know, a viable way to make a living. And that's what Journey Person's about. We're going to give very good tools. Um, they talked about it. Carrie was all excited. Very good tools to do the planning to create that. We connect people up with a production mentor. So, yes, and a financial planning mentor so that they can get this financial plan in place and then they have a production person to to use as, to help them thinking through problems and issues on their farm. Of course, there's all the networking that goes on. Um, and then we have, right now we have a match savings program. So people who are in the Journey Person course can save $100 a month for two years and we'll match that on a one-to-one basis for then they'll have $4,800 to invest into something that'll generate new wealth on their farm in a couple 
in two years. People love it. People who are in it, it's really good. Well, uh, Derek and Carrie, we were uh, looking at your farm today and going through a little bit some of the thoughts that you have as you're looking to transition into organic. And you have some, you're you're really kind of looking down the road a little bit um, at maybe eventually going into an organic dairy. You had talked at the beginning Always, we're interested in farming. The you kind of had to a little bit convince family members that maybe it was a good idea for you to come back to farm. I thought that was that sometimes can be a pretty big challenge for folks. <clears throat> the lack of support uh, from family members seeing us going into agriculture, I think, came from what most of the public sees as farming are huge farms, millions and millions of dollars in equipment thousands of acres to manage when we explained the type of agriculture we were interested in and it it wasn't that then they they started to kind of listen to what we had to say i don't think their lack of support was the lack of support of farming it was concern for us um that they wanted us to be smart and you know make good decisions yeah that they needed to be uh you know forced to look at farming in a different way than what we see all around us and once uh, they started to see what we were seeing, you know, through the people we were meeting through LSP and things like that, then they were on board. <laughs> that's great. And talk, talk a little bit about that. When you took Farm Beginnings, that's where you started to network with people who maybe were doing things differently and but weren't just also dreaming. They had were doing business planning and kind of had were really looking at the nuts and bolts. I mean, that must have helped, too, to be able to maybe go back to family members or, or and maybe convince yourselves, too, that this isn't just a pie-in-the-sky kind of thing? Absolutely. Um, I left the first farm beginnings class crying <laughs> because I was so excited to be around people that were doing it and— um, and just to be around in that environment and around other like-minded people and then that eventually, you know, became mentors to us, it was invaluable. Yeah, I guess, you know, the main thing for me was that we had ideas of what we wanted to do to put a plan together that made sense financially and that met the goals that we were looking to meet. That was really what I got out of the class. One thing that impressed me just walking around here today and you guys talking about your plans is you're really taking a go slow, it seems anyway, a go slow approach where you're planning literally from the ground up. It literally it looks like you're looking at everything from how do we build this soil to, well, are we going to buy a, I know one of the discussions here today was should you buy an organic, certified organic herd right out of the shoot or should you transition that that really you're not jumping in at all i mean that must it sounds like it's really important to you guys yeah i guess you know planning we're hoping that the more planning that we do and the more we talk to people the more we can hear what mistakes they made and we won't have to make all of the mistakes on our own and we know that there's going to be challenges no matter what decision we go with, but to try to minimize risk as much as possible. This, the idea of the slowing down at first was hard because then once we got into Farm Beginnings, I went and I wanted there to be a to-do list of check these boxes off and you can be farming next year full-time. <laughs> and and that wasn't the case. <laughs> but yeah, Definitely. It's definitely, you know, the plan is years out. And, um, but 
I feel much more comfortable about the plan because we're taking our time and doing it right. Like Derek said, hopefully avoiding the mistakes. Um, there's a little bit of pressure because we want to get it all right the first time. <laughs> but but um, I think by going slow we and taking advantage of the mentors that we've been connected with that that we stand a stand a pretty good chance. Yeah. So speaking of mentors, that was a I think this is a really good example of the way this field day was structured in that you had some established farmers, some other beginning farmers who it was kind of um a real give and take I felt like where you guys were able to talk about what you're doing and some other people talked about their experiences. Just different options were thrown out. It wasn't, yeah, for somebody who wants a template, that this wasn't it. Yeah, you know, and that's really the great thing about, you know, getting these groups together is uh, just seeing how everybody's experiences and ideas can be different from each other. Everybody's ideas are different, but we all look at the idea and we go, well, what if we combine the two things and, and tried this? What would we come up with? And so... You know, really just getting these people together is an opportunity for everybody who's there, the experienced farmers, the young farmers, because this person's done something that that person's never thought to try, and so maybe it, you know, it'll work for the next guy as well. So um, I think any opportunity for us to get together has just been great. It seems like it's the next couple of years are real. You were talking about, so we, we looked at uh, some cover crops that you had planted and that you're starting that into making that permanent pasture eventually and that that you said I think you talked about next year's going to be a real fence building year actually literally building fences (laughs) uh then you're going to start looking at okay what kind of cattle we're bringing on here so there's going to be a lot of decisions made in the next couple years maybe if you could just give a rundown of where you hope to see the farm in five to ten years um yeah you know we talked about building literally building a lot of fences next year Um, The next year in 2017, hopefully building a low-cost milking parlor and possibly getting cows then right away in 2017. As the plan goes, we should be able to be certified organic by 2018. And as we uh, build this farm business, as it ends up being the plan, well, I always thought Derek was the farmer, as the plan ends up going, this is something that's going to end up being my my thing on the farm um, because I am the one that's here. Um, and so I'm going to be the one that gets it going. Neither Carrie or I grew up on a farm, but I've always been involved in agriculture. And to have experienced with Carrie over the last 15 years, the, you know, the changes in interest in agriculture and how much a part of our lives it is now compared to 15 years ago when we really had no connection with agriculture at all you know it's 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 our life and uh, everything we do moving forward is agriculture i hope that 10 years from now that we can come back and do another field day and that we can be the experts that we can be the ones that are looking at the new farmers and saying you can do this it's not a pipe dream (laughs) it's you can do this, you know, and we want to help you. And so that, that I know that we are going to want to help all beginning farmers, you know, as many beginning farmers as we're able to because, because of all the people that have helped us along the way. For more information on LSP's Farm Beginnings program and the Journey Person course, see www.farmbeginnings.org.
If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, contact Brian DeVore at bdevore at landstewardshipproject.org or you can call 612-722-6377. Thanks to Laura Borgendale, a Western Minnesota musician, for Ear to the Ground's theme music. And a special thank you to all of Land Stewardship Project's members who make initiatives such as this podcast possible. If you're not a member, visit landstewardshipproject.org to learn how you can support LSP. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.